Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. A wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. And by Stone Bank, a community bank supporting entrepreneurs and farmers nationwide with loans guaranteed by the USDA, SBA, and Farm Services Agency. Learn more at StoneBank.com. And the Arkansas Arts Council, empowering the arts for the benefit of all Arkansans. On the web at ArkansasArts.org. Hey everybody, this is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. If you like Texas swing music, you've come to the right place. Because this week we're featuring former Asleep at the Wheel member Jason Roberts and his band. As usual, I'll be visiting with my old buddy Mark Jones down in the vault. And historian Charlie Sandage celebrates the Buffalo National River. All that and more this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. Grammy Award-winning fiddle player Jason Roberts brings his signature style to the Jason Roberts Band. Having spent his childhood among legends in Texas honky-tonks and then nearly 20 years with the world-famous band Asleep at the Wheel, Jason has soaked up the very best of Western swing and brings his own signature style to this traditional American genre. Two Grammy Awards and four individual Hall of Fame inductions later, Jason and his Jason Roberts Band delight fans around the world. Pull on your dancing boots and throw a little sawdust on the floor because here comes the Jason Roberts Band. You ought to see my blue-eyed Sally Lives way down on Shinbone Alley Number on the gate and a number on the door Next house over is a grocery store Stay all night, stay a little longer Dance all night, dance a little longer Pull off your coat, throw it in the corner Don't see why don't stay a little longer Oh, that old piano Brother Wayne Glasson Shovel. Stay all night, stay a little longer Dance all night, dance a little longer Pull off your coat, throw it in the corner Don't see why don't stay a little longer Steel guitar, Dave Miller
half grown. Jump on a man like a dog on a bone. Stay all night, stay a little longer. Dance all night, dance a little longer. Pull off the coat, throw it in the corner. Don't see why it'll stay a little longer. You know, and I, I attribute just about all of my musicality that I have to a couple of different things, that being one, you know, regionally speaking, I grew up in a good area for fiddle music and, and Western swing and traditional country as well, you know, but a lot of fiddle and steel guitars. Uh, in addition to that, there a lot of the, the world's greatest Western swing musicians lived in the area, you know, and Johnny Gimble is the first guy that comes to mind, and he helped me probably more than anybody. Uh, the long story being that he was living in the area and a few other uh, of the really, really great players. You couldn't swing a cat without hitting a really great musician, and it's it's still that way to some extent. Of course, a lot of the older guys are gone now, but uh, but for a kid like myself 30 years ago wanting to learn how to play fiddle, well, the master, a couple of the masters were just right there, and we could see them pretty much at will. So... My little rock candy baby Down in Arkansas with heaven in her eyes, she's my little paradise. He's gonna be my own. Together we'll stroll in the evening down through Little Rock Lane. Happy we'll be just the baby and me, my little rock candy baby. I see her standing by my side. She's holding to my hand. She says I do as she replies to the parson in command. Forever I'll always love her I long for her each day I'm gonna go back to old Arkansas And my little rock candy baby Hot now, piano Rock candy baby down in Arkansas 
With heaven in her eyes, she's a little paradise. She's gonna be my own. Together we'll stroll in the evening down through Little Rock Lane. Happy we'll be just my baby and me, my little rock candy baby. I see her standing by my side. She's holding to my hand. She says I do as she replies to the parson in command. Forever I'll always love her. I long for her each day. I'm gonna go back to old Arkansas and my little rock candy baby boy. The Western Swing, in particular, started out just like a lot of the music that we still embrace today, which it started very traditional fiddle music, you know, mountain kind of whatever, been handed down. And then, uh, you know, along came Bob Wills in the 19, early 1900s. He was born in 1905, but by the time, you know, he got up to be a teenager and 20 years old, the Roaring Twenties, well, you know, horn, horn jazz was starting to kind of make its Dixieland and all that was starting to rear its head. He just took that and loved it. He sang the blues with the field hands, you know, that he picked cotton with out in West Texas. And uh, those brushstrokes of musical style, you know, Bob Wills was exposed to all of that. And uh, along came, of course, the, uh, the kind of your more beboppy jazz in the 1950s. And they could do some of that, too. But it was it was all rooted in in the fiddle, uh, but just with these other things that, that Bob Wills loved also. And I, I keep mentioning Bob Wills' name. There were many, many great Western swing bands that did very, you know, did a lot of the same kind of thing, but Bob Wills, I think, just took it to a, a level that nobody else did, you know, and, he, and literally he hired the best jazz players yeah. that he could One, find, you two, know. to my boots I'm heading back I got the Texas blue their cities with their buildings way up high 
They're built that way to swing and sway and dust out all the skies. They took me out of Texas so I could clearly see. They're going to play the Dickens, getting Texas out of me. I'm heading back. I got the Texas blues. Oh, here comes that man, Rick McCray, blue guitar. that I have behind me are not only some of the best musicians that I've ever worked with, but they're some of the finest human beings, too. Uh, they're all veterans uh, of the music business, you know. Uh, over on piano is another Western Swing country music veteran named Wayne Glasson. Yeah, Wayne, and I think he is a farmer, you know, and grew up in small-town Texas. Desdemona, Texas is where he's from, but uh, he uh, he worked a long time with Leon Roush and the Texas Playboy Band, you know, long after Bob Wills was gone. But for about the past 30 years or so, I think he's been playing off and on with uh, with Leon Roush and the Texas Playboys, among many others, you know. I mean, he, he works everywhere he can, and so, yeah, he's, he's really, really a good asset to have because he knows Western Swing, which is what we primarily do, but he's got great ears, just like all these guys. He's got great ears, and it just, I mean, you hum it to him, and he'll, okay, got it, let's go, you know? So that's a that's a valuable asset. Say that's what I like about the South There you won't make no mistake And your nerves are never shaking You should taste that layered cake Say that's what I like about the South Candy jams, sugar-cured Virginia hams, a basement full of them berry jams, and that's what I like about the South. Mm -hmm. Cornbread and turnip greens, ham hocks and butter beans, 
de Gras down in New Orleans, and that's what I like about the South. That man with all the news box back coat and button shoes all paid up with this union dues and that's what i like about the south down where those trees grow tall where everybody says y'all walk on in with that southern drawl and that's what i like about the south see ricky boy oh, double up on it The man with all the news box, back coat and button shoes. I'll pit up this union dues, and that's what I like about the South. I'm gonna tell you about a place called Do I Did It. It ain't no town and it ain't no city. Mighty small, but it's mighty pretty. Do I Did It. Well, that's what I like about the South. That old bass fiddle, yeah. Out. And Tony back there on those drums, yeah. You don't want me no more You just raise your hand and sigh I'll go trucking right on You've been listening to four hot tunes by Texas swing fiddler Jason Roberts and his band. We heard some Bob Wills standards, Stay a Little Longer, My Little Rock Candy Baby, The Texas Blues, and That's What I Like About the South. We'll be hearing lots more good swing fiddling later in the show. But after this short break, it'll be time to see what obscure old tune Mark Jones has found in the vault this week. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio.
Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. We've had evening programs here at the Ozark Folk Center for years and years, uh, sometimes six nights a week. Uh, but every time we do an evening program here, with the exception of our gospel shows, we start them out with a good old-time square dance. Square dancing was really popular around the Ozarks. It's a way for people to have fun on a Saturday night after a long week's work. I've been wondering about square dancing a little bit, and let's go down into the vault and visit with Mark Jones and see if he's got any recordings of old square dances here at the Folk Center. Hey, Mark. Hi, Dave. How are you? Well, I'm doing good. Good to see you. I, I hope you haven't washed away in the big flood we've had. Well, not completely. I've lost a few things, clothes and a oh, few things man. like that, but I'm all right. I bet the creek was big by your house there. creek was plenty big. Big, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't have wanted any bigger. Hey, I've been thinking about uh, the square dancing we did here years ago. Um, you got any square dance music or, or recordings of any square dances? Actually, I do, Dave. This is one of my favorites. You know, Buddy Lancaster was a great fiddle player. And uh, then there's Tommy Simmons, who played guitar many, many a night. You look up and see him playing guitar. With This evening, I got to play with all of them. Really? And we had a great caller. And uh, I think it's a friend of yours, Jackie Stewart. Jackie Stewart. That's yeah. right. He, really, I kind of learned to call score dances from Jackie and from uh, his uh, wife's uncle, uh, Kermit Taylor. Kermit Taylor. I knew Kermit was a real good caller. Uh, I tell you what, let's listen to this, see if it brings back any old memories for oh. you. Okay. Little pigs cross friends old so with some little pigs dance. Third old gin, cut a big 
I sure do remember that. You know that I may have well been in that square dance. I'll bet, because I I square danced a lot back when Jackie was doing the calling, and Jackie was a good caller. He sure was. That was around 1977, 78. Yeah, I, think. I was probably there. Uh, it sounded like Pam was playing the spoons there in the background. She was a good rhythm instrument for a square dance. Well, that was a good old tune they were playing too. That's a classic square dance tune and a fun one to dance to. Boil them cabbage down. You bet. That's a good tune. That's right. Well, look, thanks a lot. It was great to hear that old square dance. Thank you, Dave. Let's get back to this week's featured performer, Jason Roberts. Music is a family thing in the Roberts clan. Jason's grandfather, Buck Roberts, a fellow Texas Western Swing Hall of Famer, toured nationally with the Roberts Brothers Rhythm Airs in the 1940s and 50s. A 12-year-old Jason eventually fronted a band with his grandfather and other Rhythm Airs veterans. From the other side, Jason's grandmother played swing piano well past her 100th birthday. Jason learned to play on his grandfather Carl's fiddle, an instrument that's on stage with him to this day. I'm sitting here looking at a map I got laid out on my lap there's not too many places that I ain't been But the one place I love best Spread all over the West I'm trying to figure how to get back home again I wish I was sitting right under the X in Texas Right in the heart of where my heart must be And under the X in Texas is where I'd like to be.
what I miss the most The mountains out west or the southern coast To just be in where a fella can see for miles and miles Those East Texas hills are the tall pine trees The level land or the prairie breeze Or maybe I'm lonesome just to see a Texas smile start with our uh, with our steel guitar player Dave Biller he uh, he's been in Austin for many years at least 20 uh, and he kind of made his mark initially as a jazz guitar player he fell in love with steel guitar after some time and so he played pedal steel guitar uh, for you know like Johnny Bush and uh, I think maybe Ray Price on a few occasions so he was you know sure enough bona fide pedal steel guitar mm -hmm. player well then he was uh, uh, stricken with a neurological condition it affected dave biller our steel man in his right hand and it was killing him right in the middle of his hand so he put it away and sold all his stuff and then uh, i called him up to play steel guitar he said man i'm not really playing anymore it hurts me you know and i said well what about just like fender uh, non-pedal non steel you know and you can just use a thumb pick and he said i don't know i'll give it a try well he called me back in a couple of weeks he said i think maybe i'm gonna be able to do it you know and really, it's cool because he's invented a new style. I mean, he closes his hand and just uses a thumb pick, and he's really, really playing great and, and improving exponentially, and that's wow. really cool to see. So Dave Biller, yeah.
Albert Quaid on the bass fiddle, uh, I've known for a long time, 25 years. Uh, and he was playing, when I first met him, he was working with a Texas uh, country singer named Clay Blaker. Clay, Clay Blaker and the Texas Honky Tonk Band. And uh, Clay Blaker was a songwriter. He wrote a couple of few songs that George Strait recorded over the years, Lonesome Rodeo Cowboy and uh, a few others like that. But Albert was playing bass with uh, Clay Blaker, and we met and, you know, and just, I mean, literally saw each other maybe a handful of times over 15 years. And then, uh, so I called him and made him play upright bass. He always played guitar bass, you know. And uh, so he, he, like the rest of us, kind of felt like we're starting from scratch on a brand new deal, you know. And uh, But he's, he's come a long ways. And Albert actually almost had uh, a record deal about twice in his life. He's a really, really good singer as well. Hit your wagon load Keep right on hubbing it Down that lonesome road On piano How's the world been treating you? Made your fortune yet That was the Jason Roberts Band, recorded last season at the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. We heard I Wish I Was Sitting Right Under the X in Texas, Mondo Loping, 
and hubbing it. When we come back after this short break, guest host Charlie Sandage celebrates the Buffalo National River. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Our friend Charlie Sandage is a musician, songwriter, and a dedicated student of folk music history. Here's Charlie. This year, we're celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Buffalo National River, a national park in the Arkansas Ozarks. Along its 135-mile corridor are creatures that a canoeist, camper, or hiker might encounter in the water, along a riverbank or shoal, or in nearby woods and open spaces. Rachel Norton isn't a BNR staff member, but a biologist who works for an indispensable partner to the park, the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission. Some of the native wildlife that we have on the Buffalo National River are things such as deer, uh, turkey, and bear. Those are our biggest native animals. There's also some smaller game animals, such as squirrels and rabbits and things like that. But the things that we at Arkansas Game and Fish focus on are the bear and the deer and the turkey. The first order of business, Rachel explains, not only for this big three, but for smaller creatures, including those that swim or fly, is to nurture habitat. In some cases, it's a matter of protecting rather than creating. We focus on keeping good habitat for those animals, and they each require somewhat of a different habitat. Bears focus on a lot of blackberry bushes, and regardless of what folks think, most bears are not out to eat people. They're more herbivores. They're going to eat fruits and berries and nuts and things like that. Um, That's not really anything we can in particularly manage, but we we do try not to eliminate stands of blackberry bushes or things like that. On the other hand, food sources can be supplemented. Plots of wheat and rye help turkeys thrive, and for deer, food plots created in the fall can help, especially during those winters when the supplies of mast, such as acorns, are less plentiful. Elk, like the bison the river was named for, were once plentiful all across Arkansas and most of North America, but both had disappeared from the Ozarks because of hunting and loss of habitat. A few decades back, the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission began an elk restoration project in the park. Rachel Norton. The elk were brought in 
in the, I believe it was the 1980s, to repopulate the elk population in northwest Arkansas along the Buffalo National River. There were elk brought in from Colorado and Nebraska. They were from two separate herds, and those elk were turned loose near Pruitt on the Buffalo National River. The elk have become a well-known part of the Buffalo National River's visitor experience, a success by any measure, but one that requires continuing attention. All of those elk are monitored in the early spring, like late February, early March, and we try to get a head count. The last head count was around 500 head of elk. We have different herds in Boxley. There's a herd in Boxley. There's a herd in Richland Valley. There is somewhat of a herd near Pruitt, and there's also a herd down in Bear Creek on private land in Searcy County. Herd management policy, once the population began to reach those levels, began to include limited hunting. A very small number of tags, around 23 recently, are issued for fall hunts. The hunts themselves are also important to collection of herd health information. We do CWD samples, we take weights, we age those animals, we take all sorts of data collection items to keep track of for future reference. Different species need different food supplies and habitats. The Audubon Society lists at least 24 so-called specialty species that find just what they need in the park. These include red-shouldered hawk, green heron, eastern meadowlark, and the red-winged blackbird. The Park Service reports more than 200 species all told, including belted kingfishers, wood ducks, and, of course, bald eagles. Rachel Norton. We may focus on the big animals, but even the littlest animals, such as birds, benefit from that. Um, every piece of wheat or rye, anything that drops a seed, all of those become available to birds in the area. They have a bird count in the lower district every December, where all the Audubon Society folks come out and they count birds. And we actually do some on neighboring Gene Rush Wildlife Management Area, where we actually have a contractor to come out and do a bird count. I think I'll wave that crystal pool, feel the gravel where I stand. Watch a small mouth rising to my bait. This park is, after all, a river. So to talk about fishing, we turn to Sean Hodges, an ecologist for the Buffalo National River, focusing on fish and other freshwater wildlife. My first questions were about common species to be found here. The one that's most angled for is definitely the smallmouth bass. That's our number one. When people think of the Buffalo National River, they're thinking of smallmouth bass fishing. Other species that a lot of people might catch uh, would be the Ozark bass, which is an endemic to the Ozark Plateau. Um, it's also it's more like a panfish. It's supposed to be really tasty and similar to crappie. Sean went on to list several varieties of sunfish, some largemouth bass, catfish, especially flatheads, and depending on conditions, rainbow trout that swim up the lower end of the river from cold below dam spillwaters on the White River. Extensive inventories happen periodically, and Sean and his colleagues monitor all the time but sometimes they get surprises. Yeah, um, actually this year uh, we've actually added a new species, which was 
a very rare find, uh, the paddlefish. Probably a week before it was found in the river, my boss asked if paddlefish were going to be found in the buffalo. I was like, absolutely not. That's like their entire time here, they've never been located. And someone called in and said, hey, I think I just saw a paddlefish on the buffalo. Um, with that fish, that took us up to 84 species uh, that have been found uh, in the park uh, since 1972 was one of the major pushes to find out what species were present. And that was really focused on all aquatics, not necessarily fish. Then came a list of odds and ends. The bony red horse and gars, the fact that most of the actual fish population in the buffalo is minnows, including tiny perch darters and a critter that a random Arkansas country boy would call a crawdad. Now, we have the largest crayfish of North America is actually an endemic crayfish to the Ozark Plateau, um, and it's the long-pinchered crayfish. And so they could be, they could grow to be over a foot long with their pinchers. And so we have a lot of, we have a lot of really cool species in the Ozarks. About overall indications of the health and growth of fish, generally good news. Particularly for smallmouth bass, uh, we still have really good growth rates, which was really good to see. We were really excited about some of the size of fish that we saw. Uh, we did collect one female that was about 24 inches long, and she was nine years old. And so that was a really long-lived smallmouth bass, especially in the river system. And what we found out from some of those is that certain sections, they give different experiences. And so that large that large fish that we collected was actually in a zone that receives less fishing pressure and float pressure in general. Ask about things someone planning to fish the buffalo might want to call ahead and ask about. Sean mentioned predictable items like requirement for a fishing license and daily limits. Then, what parts of the river to think about trying? If an angler was coming to the river, and so I'd ask Two questions. Number one, what's the purpose of your visit? Are you wanting to be secluded? You know, are you wanting to go, are you wanting to catch a lot of fish, or are you wanting to catch big fish? And so if you're looking for seclusion, then there's certain sections of river that I would tell you to go to. If you're going to want to catch a lot of fish, not really caring about size, then there's other sections of river. If you're coming for just the float and the beauty of it, then there's other sections of river. And so the good thing is that you could pick and choose which sections that would best meet for whatever float experience or fishing experience they're looking for. Asked about his own favorite stretches of the river, Sean named several that stand out in one way or another, and then... My favorite section of river to float, and I've, I've floated it hundreds of times now for work and for pleasure, um, is actually the lower wilderness. Especially if you want solitude on the Buffalo River, January and February are the best times. When it's absolutely frigid cold and you want solitude, you could go and you could float and see no one. Just a thought. If you'd like to be a unique, solitary figure among the one and a half million plus who will be coming to the Buffalo in the park's 50th anniversary year. Thanks, Charlie. I'm sure enjoying the music of this week's featured musician, Jason Roberts. Legendary fiddler Johnny Gimble took notice of young Jason's remarkable natural talent and took him under his wing. Jason has said that every good lick I know, I stole from Johnny Gimble. By the time he was 15, Jason had played with greats like Gimble, Leon Roche, Bobby Boatwright, Herb Remington, and other members of Bob Wills' Texas Playboys. Where in dreams I live with a memory beneath the stars all alone. 
It was there I found beside the Alamo Enchantment strange as the blue up above A moonlit path that only she would know Still hears my broken song of love Moon in all your splendor And then who am I leaving? Oh, well, uh, our guitar player, yes, our humble guitar player, Lonesome Rick McRae. He, uh, Rick is originally from San Antonio. He, like me, got to uh, soak in some of the heroes, you know, some of the older, older pros, you know, that really knew how to do it. So I think it was 1982 or 83, he uh, interviewed for a job down in San Marcos, Texas with a young country singer from South Texas named George Strait. I guess at that time, the ace in the whole band was probably still running the, you know, running the deal. But uh, Rick, being uh, his 34th year now with ace in the hole, uh, but of course, George being semi-retired, they don't work a, just a whole lot. So we, uh, we're real fortunate to have Rick. And talk about uh, stylistically, Rick is probably the best guitar player that I've ever gotten to work with, period. Uh, but certainly stylistically, I mean, if you want to play old-timey jazz, if you want to play bebop jazz, if you want to play the blues, if you want to shred some rock and roll, whatever, Rick, Rick can do it. Somebody, I was telling somebody the other day, gosh, he plays so good. I said, yeah, he sits there and he's just playing all these hot stuff and all this sweet stuff, and he's just kind of looking around like he's waiting for the bus to show up or something, you know? It's just so effortless. <laughs>
Rick McRae standard guitar. Bless y'all. Get home safe. Let's do it again. My name's Jason Roberts. Good night. Jason Roberts and his band playing San Antonio Rose and the Fat Boy Rag. Texas swing music definitely has its own unique sound, and I'm glad we could bring it to you this week. You can leave comments or questions about Ozark Highlands Radio by visiting our Facebook page. For Ozark Highlands Radio, this is Dave Smith. Thanks for listening. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from the Committee of 100, proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. Arkansas State Parks, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. And by Stone Bank, with deep roots in Mountain View and a deep respect for those who preserve our heritage. More information about what it means to bank Boulder is at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar.